feel like we need to change our intro. No way. That's solid. No, you like our intro? About? No, no. That, no, no, no. That, I feel like we need something a little that catchier. That intro is the ball. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast, episode 103. And this week, we've got a very special guest. Actually, before I do get to our special guests, um, hello to my oh, Akka oh. over here. Akka. Hi. Akka. Guys. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm going to apologize. I'm already getting grief about the tank top. Listen, I know it's super douchey. I get it, guys. <laughs> but it's hot as balls here right now in Ontario. So you guys are going to have to suffer through the tank top because I'm not willing to suffer through an hour and a half of chatting and not have some cooling type. Of, I usually do suffer for you guys. But today I was like, nope, I'm already wearing this. They're getting the tank top. I'm sorry it looks douchey. You guys are going to have to put up with it. If we drop viewers because of it, it's it's on you. Yeah, it's still very, very hot. Eh? I mean, the sun's it's, been down now here for yeah. a bit now, it, and it's still it's, actually. I should say that, but it's not, <laughs> sun's not actually down at all. That's why it's still so right? freaking hot. All I'm saying. Down here, I don't know if it's as hot in Edmonton as it is over here. Is it Edmonton or Winnipeg? Winnipeg. You're in Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg. Oh, in the winter you know, peg. It's a bit colder uh, the last couple of days. I did a Halloween on the weekend, and it was 34 though. It so. It, it had some temps. Yeah, that's the kind of weather we were having here this weekend as well. Mr. Kid Remington joining us officially for the first time that? on the podcast. How about that? On I the guess. podcast. We've, we've had him featured on the live from the con floor twice yes. now, two years in a row. Yes. Same bat time, same bat channel. But it's the first time we've managed to snag him for the, uh, the podcast itself here. So That's right. I never thought this would have ever happened, like just with the connotations of logistics for myself. But uh why not, right? Let's get nuts. Hey, there you go. And we appreciate you taking the time to hang out with these crazy nerds. There you go. Anytime. What's in that um, glass over there, sir? I'm just curious. What are we drinking this evening, Mr. Who? JS? Oh, me? Yeah, oh, who? Uh, I, I'm, I'm drinking Gatorade. What are you talking about? That's not what you was just. What's, <laughs> what's in your TARDIS cup, sir? <laughs> it's also Gatorade. Mixed with? Uh, I mean, can I say? Can I, can yeah, I what do you mean? Can you say like this? Like we haven't even gotten into the show, and you already want me to like tell people that I'm boozing up here? Yes, they, a little bit. Yeah, paying for their time if it's a brand name. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah, I will I'm not say a brand name, but yes, I am. I, I, I am. Uh, it's a little bit of vodka in my Gatorade. Yes, staying hydrated. And you know, I watched JS alkalized. taking drinks from mix drinks he was mixing uh, over the Fan Expo weekend, and each time he took a drink, it was like. So I don't think there's a little bit of vodka in there, sir. I'm surprised <laughs> no, over the weekend there wasn't mostly a bit of vodka. vodka. I think you over just the like held the Gatorade bottle vodka. next to it and then just put it back down again. I don't think any Gatorade actually made it into the cup. So if I close my eyes, I'm yeah. back in that dingy old ballroom. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I we 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 ranted a little bit about it last week, and yep. and I feel like you being in that room with us. I, 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 I want to talk about it a little bit again. I don't want to spend the whole sure. show talking about it, but I know your experience was a little bit different than ours. Yeah. Uh, you guys actually had great success. We raked. Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, completed series four of your can cosplay cards and you, what, third into series five already? Well, uh, five we completed and yeah, six. Five were about into oh, well, there you go. So, so you know. And couple cons to come up here in the next couple of weeks so hopefully we can put the finishing touches on both of those and then we can be like mm. guns and roses and release like a blue and purple set and then a yellow and red set together on the same day five and use your con illusions 
five and six. Something so, kid, like that. maybe you could take the opportunity to maybe tell the audience a little bit about what Kane Cosplay Cards is, uh, and, and maybe that can lead into a little bit of your story, right? Because, sure. I mean, I've heard your story, but, I mean, I want I everybody know. else to hear the story. Um, well, Kane Cosplay Cards started off as a joke in a hotel room, and um, there's a guy, uh, Stoosh Cosplay, out in B.C., and um, he's one of my best pals in the whole world, and it sucks that he's he lives so far away from Winnipeg. Uh, but that's the way it goes when you start going to conventions and meeting you know, other versions of yourself. Um, and we started the joking about we need to make cosplay cards for our characters. We had been named as guests for Calgary Expo. Uh, they they had, for whatever reason, hired, uh, I guess it was about 12 female cosplayers. And uh, the floor manager at the time was like, well, we need, we need some male rep representation here. So Stoosh and I got the nod, uh, you know, to kind of come in and actually uh, our other friend Spencer as well. And we wanted to make the most of it. We were, we were like, we kind of got cerebral on it. And that's when the card idea started up. And Stoosh put the mock-up of uh, kind of the old Marvel cards. And it was like, well, then you start think tanking as you guys would do uh as like nope can't use actual character names only on a card you don't want to use uh people's last names unless they're totally okay with it um you got to change your design up a little bit and then we started doing signups just to kind of see like we were trying everyone to kind of prove the idea wrong and say you guys are a bunch of idiots and and besides you guys being idiots we don't like your card idea so we're okay being idiots but we you know the card idea just kind of wouldn't go away people kind of prepaid us the first year and then we actually got together and got the stuff. Uh, I think it was 20 uh, fall of 2019. Uh, it was for Edmonton. We got to release the set and it went over like gangbusters, like way better than I thought it would. Um, and from there, it just kind of has kept on kept going. Right. Clearly we've got Why a bunch not? of guys in the chat already. Kareem, who we had on the podcast two episodes ago, it looks like a great idea. I'm excited for mine. He clearly signed up for one. Right Keith, on. Keith L who was there uh, a lot of the time is Superman. He's looking forward to his card. Peter Jarvis saying same. Uh, I also signed up. So yes. Uh, and Kane Kamakuti, who was working the booth uh, for uh, most of the time that we were there at fan expo saying the cards are beyond amazing. Yep. <clears throat> so uh megan avery though saying i'm sleeping in these i need to get mine done i slept on it for a year even though i was like this is best and we were like cross-promoting it all the time and i finally paid kid my five bucks over the weekend and i just yeah. kind of submit him pictures and bio and all that jazz and get that get that going but it's staggeringly scary how many people are still sleeping on it that i've heard them for it's 2023 right now so for four years in 2019 at the priest signups they were i'm gonna i gotta get you that card information and uh it just it's one of those things though right it's so um it's 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 easy to do but people see like the the write-up portion and then they're like oh my gosh what am i gonna put here i don't know what to put and and quirky facts and and you know like when is the right time to do it what is the right photo do i need tons of photoshop and i mean we have some of those pictures with heavy photoshop and that's great, but we also have some like right off the con floor that capture just this incredible memory and bang, and it's great. Um, here's another yep. like cuties on the screen right now, uh, you know, on on kind of the pride sidewalk. Uh, it, I don't know. I just I love it. I love it that every card has its own kind of has a story, right? Yep. Nada saying she has signed up. Natasha saying she has also signed up. 
That's great. So yeah, you definitely got a lot of sign up. So, but Megan has a great question here. Maybe you can answer her, kid. So, how do you sign up when not at a con? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna forward that off to Cutie to if she could type that all in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're the guest, sir. Yeah. You're gonna have to do the work on this one. Uh, you can go to www.kidremington.com, um, and you can click on the tab called cosplay cards and scroll down there and our online order form is there and you can attach a photo uh, add some notes and you can hit uh, click send and dependent on some browsers uh, or some devices it doesn't look like it's sent but it actually has sent and I don't know there's a little bit of everything we've got one guy that has tried to apply like six times and his entry has never shown up not in junk, not anywhere. And our webmaster is like, I got nothing. So we don't know what's going on. Um, mm. but it is, it is, it is what it is. Um, yeah, like, um, man, and just seeing the packaging and kind of where, you know, places you want to take the project to and where it is now. And just here, I don't know, we're getting, we're getting, especially after Toronto, man. And, um, maybe I'm going to sound a little like Dean Martin at a wine tasting here, but, uh, we're really happy with where it's at. And outside of like, we're thinking of community across Canada and how we've done now BC to Ontario and every province in between, uh, we've done conventions and, and it looks like Montreal is going to be a go. So we're going to add that on. And we're like, yeah, we've, we've, we're, you know, it, it harkens back to my musician days where you did it. You didn't do it on social media. You didn't do it on TikTok and, and not, nothing against those new machinations, but you got in your car and you drove up and down the Yellowhead and the Trans Canada and you unloaded gear at minus 50 and you wrote songs and you, you, you know what I'm saying here, guys? Like you, oh, yeah. you tasted your the own old, blood all the time, the old, right? The old mm -hmm. adage is you take $5,000 worth of equipment, you drive 500 miles to earn 50 bucks. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally that. Right? Trouble picking the right character. For the love of the game. Part. Yeah. Andrew, our friend Andrew was the, on Villains Day, he was the giant. Um, shy yeah. Guy. Shy guy. I feel like you yeah. can't not do shy guy now. Well, yeah. Tannis was sorry. saying his Krampus is very good. So that would be a good one to pick. You know Ooh. what? His Krampus yeah. is fantastic, but shy and guy. And his Slenderman was... too. But yeah, that shy guy is pretty great. I mean, I, he knows my favorite. My favorite is his Condiment King. And I think that would be yeah. for an absolutely fantastic card, by the way. But that's fantastic as well. I mean, I Andrew, think, uh -huh. you, that's, I, I meant to highlight that specifically because that's a great problem to have for, especially for someone like Andrew and yeah. some of us that have been cosplaying for a while. Like I've been at this for some time. I have like 30 different cosplays or 40, whatever it is now. I would probably have a hard time too being like, ah, yeah, I got to like, what am I going to choose? Like what's yes. yes, My problem becomes more a question of finding mm. pictures that I can actually use. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, yep. that's the other thing. So, too, right? so for me, a lot of the great pictures that I have that I would want to use for the card are either me and a bunch of other people. And so it's not me. Right. Yep. Or I don't own the pictures, so I can't. Yep. Like I don't. You've got a couple cases, of. You got a couple. I don't of even know bangers of your uh, Doc Ock, which I know is probably not the one you'd want on the card, anyways, since you wore it once and you're never. Well, I don't even again, know who but... took those pictures. You know what I mean? So you know what? got some for Victoria, though. No. Uh, if, of Doc Ock, no, Victoria no. wasn't there that day. Oh, oh right. man, really? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking of the 3D effect because on certain cards we like to take the helmet and put it over the crest like a 3d kind of oh, full hockey yeah, card vibe nice. yeah, and yeah those um those doc ock arms would totally yeah, totally uh, yeah so you uh, can do that yeah hmm. cuties asking ask about card 14 do you want to let us in on what card 14 hmm. is kid 
Absolutely not. Uh, no. Cool. Anyways, moving on uh, to the next. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, God, we're going to make her uh, cry. Like we started when we started the project, we gave mm. everyone, we trusted everybody. We're the proverbial frog taking all these scorpion cosplayers across the river. And we got through uh, 52 plus 14, 66 cards. And the scorpion stung, where yeah. we were magically lied to by a cosplayer. That oh, uh, I remember sure, you talking about this. Yeah, sure, the best of intentions, right? That oh, I got the yeah, I got the okay from the photographer. We had lunch; it's all great. And then uh, we send her her proof, and she shows it on her Instagram. And the photographer's like, "Well, I just want to know." And yeah, because he had this voice, and I could hear it when I was reading his post. <laughs> I want to know where I'm sending my lawsuit to. And it's like, yes, yeah, you can send it to me, right? And I'll open it and read it on my while I'm laying on my bed of cash I'm making from this project. Now. Yeah, that's right. At five dollars so, a pop. I uh I I got um it's funny because the cosplayer, and again, I, I, I she um she held she tried to keep me from talking to this photographer, right? Which immediately it was like yeah all alarm bells. all the bells ding ding yeah. ding That's so i got in there and i can opened him pretty quickly and not like a bad can open i just mean i opened up yeah, yeah. What, what's at the heart of this right and and it took it was it was a five minute discussion and it was done and uh and he was okay with us using the photo but because it was such a pain in the ass and i'm an aries every one of those cards i <laughs> we had to get a video of everyone burning their card or destroying oh, yeah, their card yeah, in terrible. a creative way just to say that's it you're done right and so it's kind of it's not really yay you've got a hard ban on this person we've got it we've got um we've got the book of bastards here and uh, <laughs> the black book there's a few mm. people on that where it's just kind now of now I have a goal. Now I have a goal. I have a new goal. <laughs> We're steering around <laughs> those rocks, right? Got to get a got to get on the book of bastards. Well, we, you, you haven't seen your card yet, so that's uh, true because <laughs> I haven't submitted anything yet. So, by the way, use the picture I submit. Don't be like coming up with some cheeky one you took yourself. I don't want that one of me never gesticulating at my crotch. By the way, that cutie took. Don't do not use that on my card, please. Kid, send me a message. Don't send him nothing. <laughs> I, there doesn't need to be. Oh, kid um so I you start it. this it obviously it blows up and now you're essentially like i don't know like almost touring the nation i guess you would say yep. bringing this experience to different provinces across the country what's what's sort of like i don't want to say the end game or the like what's the goal like what are you trying to do with this other than just providing cosplayers with an outlet for something cool for them to show off because obviously at five bucks you're not doing this to get rich Yep. So what's what's the point at the end of the day? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? So that's a great question. Okay. Uh, first of all, so good kudos on you for digging deep and finding something like that and not mailing it. Buddy. In, Appreciate right? it. So yep. uh, your notes, guests, man. they never say that's a really good question. They don't say that enough. They don't give you guys your props. <laughs> so shame on them, right? Shame. But, uh, <laughs> Get out the bell. Shame. The bell? <laughs> so okay, I have I have guested at eleven conventions. Uh soon to be 12 and um you know it, it's not um cosplay is not the same shtick for everybody everyone's got their own way that they mm -hmm. they feel it's right okay there's you know absolutely hardcore i'm going to build my own costume every stitch every every color everything there's other people that i'm going to get help from my friends i'm going to get my tailor involved i don't care about me doing it 
but I need it to look uh, perfection is my expectation, right? And some there, and then there's a, a hundred different versions. The gamut is massive of what everyone wants. And you look back to all, to all your guests and uh, what their expectations are. And it just kind of, okay, it's like a menu. I'll, he's checking off these boxes and he's getting those and that's what he wants. Right. So I, I realized pretty quickly that I was in, um, I was in a very minority of, of a person that was a cosplay guest. And, and I was more, um, I went into it by answering these three questions in this order. And this is my arrow. And, and it was, is it good for the convention? Yeah. Is it good for the person going to the convention? Yeah. Is it good for me? And it'll automatically be yes. If you answer the other two as yes. So that's it. My, I'm more experience-based memory making and I, I love to use the term of making art with people and, and, you know, with characters like the Joker, uh, or David Bowie in, in all of their connotations. I mean, in Toronto, the, the hundreds of people that I got to talk to, uh, all have their own versions of what they love about those characters. And you just plug into that and you help bring, you help them bloom with what they love about the character. And I just happen to be the guy in the picture helping them do that. Uh, and, and so, so that was it. It was not about the rigmarole of selling prints or building an online, you know, an online social media presence. And that's all fantastic. And that's great. But I, I, I mean, we've talked about this, that a lot of times I think when you get that, you know, huge online presence, you know, um, hundred thousand followers or 50,000 or 20,000 or whatever it may be. I think sometimes you get detached about hit, making sure that that screen is manicured and that you're hitting that, that stuff. And a lot of times I think your opportunities in real life kind of go to the wayside, like how to have a conversation with somebody, how to intently listen to somebody, how to make everybody feel important. If you guys noticed like the, the volunteers sitting outside our doors, I strove to make them feel like they belonged and that they weren't just some end piece. Cause we felt like end pieces in that side room. Imagine mm -hmm. being the people that are stuck for no unbeknown for an unbeknownst reason. Well, you can't come in this door. You have to go and scan over at that door, leaving a third door totally open. Right. Like it's just, I don't know. And they're like, kind of like, man, they're watching everyone having fun. And like, I just want to have fun. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the kind of the litmus test of the, I don't want to be the person not having fun. Right. So I don't know. I could get, I could get a lot deeper and go into people like Leonard Cohen. I could go into people like David Bowie. I could go into Chris Jericho and Jake, the snake Roberts and all these people I draw from, but really I just, I want to make people feel better meeting from meeting me on whatever day than worse. And if that's buying them a lemonade or giving them a massage or having taken some great pictures of them, kicking the ever living shit out of me, that's what we're going to do. We're going to dance. He's got right? some fantastic hands, FYI. I will attest to that. <laughs> nice. So are the cards then your sort of outlet? Because you mentioned like the social mm -hmm. media presence or you mentioned like the selling press yes. or you mentioned whatever like gets yes. people to engage with whatever it is through the cosplay. So for you, it's the cards, yes? Yes. So yeah, actually this is, this is great. I love the way this conversation is going. So with the cards themselves, it allows me to go from being cosplay guest uh, one of 12 or whatever it is to being and worrying about how I'm going to separate myself to being my own separate entity 
and there's like we're doing our what is this cosplay cards what this has to be a shakedown what is going on here this guy looks like a criminal why is he doing this kind of stuff but you start flipping through the book and and cutie starts you know being cutie and and brianna starts being brianna and whoever's helping us out pitches in and you see what it's about it's the community and the, that puzzle card at like all of us helping the booth in real life we're the puzzle card and we're just putting it all together for everybody and they're like man like hearing from people like how could i not want to be in on this that that is what we wanted from day one it's just people to say like you know what you don't need to go and have george lucas spit on your costume to make you a 501st member or or you don't have to be a doctor who guy and get lost in time for 45 years you belong you're here at the convention right like we have people that have cards that you know the cookie lady signed up for a card we've got like cosplay oh, what's her name again Oh, I don't know. I'm terrible. Oh, some right of the now. cookies she brought around. They were weekend. delicious. Yes. Oh, dude. Um, but we have like cosplay pack mules, the people that follow cosplayers around and carry all mm -hmm. their stuff for them. Right. And you're there. That's lifeblood. That's important stuff. Try walking around a con. You guys know it in your mm -hmm. predators or, or uh, handlers you know, are right? a big yes. part of it. Like if you're in a big, crazy cosplay without a handler, you can't function. Yep. The cosplay uh, I mean, yeah. the minute you start falling apart, that's it. You're done. Uh, you can't carry anything with you. Uh, like, you know, handlers are a massive, massive, massive part of being able to do what we do. You're your right. Point, your point is well made. And, and I've been preaching this since I've been doing this for the last 10 years. Where cosplay is for everyone. We're not here to, like you're saying, it's not... We're not a panel of judges sitting up in the, yes, the no. citadel yep. of Ricks and deciding yep. who's yep. worthy and who's not. We yep. want to be as welcoming and as inclusive and, and diverse as we possibly can. Right. And I feel like your cards help to, to, to bridge that gap between that's okay or that's not, or that's good enough or that's not. Yeah. If they're coming up to you and they're like, here's my five bucks. This is my photo that I took. I want to get a card. They're getting a card at the end of the day, right? Yes. No, they are getting a card. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the other thing is, is it sort of what really lit the, the, the fire for it was, I mean, not being blackballed per se, or being, you know, painted in a bad light, but I had a, a Calgary expo that really went South and uh, I, I was guesting and I got a, co a contract and they, they outlined the size of my booth. So I wanted to kick it up a notch. And I wanted to create a jail for my character to actually sit in, in my booth. So I could be the Dark Knight Joker and just kind of sit there with, you know, behind my, you know, behind the jail. Right. So we actually get to the con and our booths are actually two feet, um, not as deep um, as they're supposed to be. So that's what, you know, all of a sudden my jail was sticking out and fire hazard and all this and and i'm the one that looks like the primo diva and all that kind of stuff um and i just you know um there was a community group uh called mcguffin that had a big corner booth and they're like bring your jail we met them at uh, Fennec. you did yes you did that was a fa that was one of my favorite moments of the con is watching i you got jail. matt's uh card right here <laughs> um so they dragged it over no questions asked and before uh, because I was basically told that the, co the convention was coming to deal with me, um, that they took care of it. And the convention came and there was nothing to deal with. But I ended up spending uh, the, the basically the rest of the weekend instead of at my booth in my jail because it was immensely popular. 
And um, man, I'm sure it was. I have pictures of a ton of Care Bears jammed in there with me, and I'm literally jammed up against the the the, the jail. Whole bat families, kids trying to break me out. Like it was, it was something to you know. You guys know this. It's something to do out of just you know. Hey, there's a cosplayer. Go up there and tell them how incredible they are. They'll want to hear that, right? And it's like, and then maybe they'll talk back to you. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I it just kind of, kind of static, right? So now it's like, I want to be, I want, I want this to be something community oriented. <laughs> moving right? forward, guys, it's mules. I, I'm it's sorry, mules. handlers, but it's definitely mules moving forward. So I think we should have shown Rob's comment first because Rob is who started this. I know. So Rob said, <laughs> here we, we call go. them handlers, not mules. They don't like that. Oh, <laughs> in Western Canada, the cowboy thing going on is mules. No, yeah. no. Je uh, Producer Jen was quick yeah, to shine yeah. She's like, "No, I don't, Rob. You're right." <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, oh but, man. But Jamie seems to be getting a kick out of the mules thing. So I think I think this is. Wait, is this why they call me a jackass? Yes, Rob. That's that's why they call me <laughs> there you me go the jackass. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. saddle oh, up, saddle up, boys. This is cutie. Yeah, this that's is going great. off. It's going off the rails already, like we thought. Yes. No, that's okay. Well, actually, before it does go off the rails, uh, kid, for the people that don't actually know you, at this point, I don't know who doesn't know you that is watching this show, but for some weird reason, if somebody's watching or listening and they don't know who you are, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you even got into cosplay in the first place. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got um, not threatened. Um Somebody beat you over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> Get into costume. I wish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's when the so way back in the day, I would I would try to make, and this is before cosplay was cool. Uh, and I'm I'm going way way back. I remember going to Value Village and getting some fate. Well, finding like an old chest protector, and I wanted to be Batman. And so this would have been Val Kilmer Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I remember taking a glue gun and styrofoam and doing the abs and the chest and, and putting like this fake leather over top of it. And that was my Batman because I wanted to, it didn't look great, but I, I liked it because it was more legit than what you could buy at Walmart or a costume store back then. Right. And you didn't have much money. I could, I could make it with like 10 bucks or 15 bucks instead of buying some dumb suit for 75 or something like that. Right. And I ended up doing a couple of um, uh, charity kind of haunted houses. They started off as just big oh, trick or treat places, but then yeah. it was like, bring a tin for the bin. And, and the first year went over nuts. And then, so the second year got moved to a greenhouse in town and, you know, you got 4,000 people coming through and it was great. And um, so it was strange, like being Batman was kind of it. And I'd always wanted to be the Joker uh, instead. Right. I love Jack Nicholson and, and what he did. And, Batman the animated series was out. I loved the take on the Joker and I really loved his sidekick, uh Harley, Harley Quinn. Uh she was just awesome that she, you know, she believed in this um you know, kind of piece of garbage here and and tried to keep pushing him over the top because that's the way it is, right? Um so that's kind of that's all the stuff and I never was going to do anything with it. I collected um Harley Quinn every Harley Quinn comic that was out there. Uh, the Alex Ross, um, poster on the back wall. I have had a couple t-shirts and stuff of it. And I don't know, that was it. Uh, I ended up uh, like the dark Knight comes out and people are like, Oh, you know, cause I had shaggy hair 
and they're kind of like, oh, but you kind of look like Heath Ledger. You should you should think about that Joker. You should think about that Joker. And I hadn't seen the movie. I never saw it originally in the theater. It was on a Christmas day with a big bowl of Count Chocula. I turned it on and it was like, wow, this is this is great. So the, the first time I ever did like Heath Ledger's Joker or, or tried to, I did not know how to do anything. And I, I looked more like Marilyn Manson. And, um, yeah. Oh, it's for sure, man. And, and, and I wish I would have sent you guys one of those pictures. Cause it's great to see kind of where you start. The only good thing that happened that night at the Halloween thing I went to was, um, there was a drunk Batman and he dropped his glove. And when I picked it up and gave it to him, he fell up the stairs, like not down the stairs. He fell up the stairs. It was really strange, but it was like, I think I got something. I got to try this again. Right. I got to really put some time into it. And it was, and there was another like Halloween social uh, the next year. And then our convention came along in, in 2009. And um, I had this friend, Alex Greenlay is his name. And uh, he was bothering me for years. He's like, you need to go to Comic-Con. You need to come out to this and dress up as this. And I know you like comic books. You love the Joker. You should do that. Come on out. And I'm like, no effing way, Alex. I'm not going out to hang out with those Trekkies and all these other goofballs hey, and stuff hey, like that. Hey. Right? Right. That's, that's where it started for me. So because of this, this social, I had to go to the night before I got dressed up again as the Joker and people liked it. And it was like, okay, now it wasn't, again, it wasn't very much Heath Ledger. It was more of um old school, you know, it was just a Joker of whatever kind. But um, I went with my cousin who was Batman and we went to park and we realized, Hey, I've got no pockets. And, um, I don't have cash on me right now. How do we pay for parking? And he's kind of in his bat suit and he doesn't have his wallet. And so, I mean, this is kind of a strange story, but there was a guy that asked us for change and we both didn't have anything. And so we walk back um, to him and say like, look, can we borrow a couple bucks off of you <laughs> so we could plug the parking meters and then go back? We'll go inside. And we'll get out of our costume or whatever, get our, our wallet and we'll come back and we'll give you more. Right. So he, this, 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 you know, street guy had to give us a couple bucks for parking to get in. And, um, that was nuts. It was just like, man, oh man, how is this even possible? But you get into the convention and people immediately wanted to start. You, you've all been there, right? The, the hook is set. The fishing hook starts dangling around in the aisles and bang, people are taking pictures and it was great. It, um, it changed, um, it changed everything for me because it, it, it took, um, you know, Heath passing away and, and me going from being a big, uh, musician where I was, we were out playing somewhere every second weekend out on the road. And, uh, I had a cousin who also had, um, died by suicide. So it, those kind of, he was a super creative guy and he would have been the guy that brought me to Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. so it was always i always thought of my cousin jeff and uh you know with starting that all not up, our jeff no nope, different jeff nope, you know our, <laughs> your jeff is still around and he's pretty awesome and you got he's look. not here right now by the way uh for those uh with the keen eye i've probably noticed that uh, jeff has dropped off he sent me a message he thinks his internet may have gone down so he's going to try to reboot his computer and uh he's going to try to come back as soon as possible but yeah. yes your cousin jeff yeah so but but that was it and and um, I think the only thing that really as good as getting pictures and stuff was the only thing that made me ever want to think about doing it again was, um, 
seeing a Harley Quinn cosplayer and mm-hmm. getting to meet her and a total stranger and they go nuts for your costume and this person that you loved from TV wants uh, a, wants to take pictures with you. And um, Sherry Simons is her name, Sherry Lavelle. And she did a brilliant little Harley Quinn cosplay. And I didn't think anybody actually even knew about that character, never mind dress up as them. And um, so that was it. And, and then it was just kind of, you know, I won't go into all 14 years, thank God, but it, it's, it's growing. And, and we started going other places and meeting great Harley Quinns all over the place. And then it kind of became not cool uh, for a while there where it's like, well, she's not with uh, that Joker guy anymore. And, and, and that kind of all, I don't know, there was like an influx of, of a lot younger cosplayers came in with uh, more of the suicide squad, Harley yeah. Quinn and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So whatever, but um, I'm hoping the whole Arlene Sorkin news and stuff that happened on Toronto weekend was, that was very emotional for me uh, mm-hmm. meeting up with Harley's on the Sunday and, and um, uh, very special. And, um, but I, I don't know. That's and every kind of- Harley at that show wanted a picture with you. Let's be yeah. honest. I hope so. I hope so. Or they wanted to kill me either way. Well, either or great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a good, um, it's a good result, but, uh, Which, uh, brings up this good point here. Natasha saying the bomb video video we did is one of my best memories of fan expo this year. I will say that was quite funny. Isn't that great? Uh, they, I feel like they brought the bomb in specifically to do that video and it was genius. Oh. Yeah, it was great. And uh, I just, I pulled into my old Wiley Coyote. It's like, what would he do if he was looking at this bomb right now? And it was just the facials and everyone, everyone played their part in that video and, and watching that come together. Uh, if I could get um, cheesy here for a second, like uh, one of my um, divining rods, like David Bowie, he says art is our ability to get into a really nice sports car and drive it at full speed crash it into a wall and be able to walk away and see what happens right so do the most crazy uh the, the thing that you really want have the most passion to do and just see where it goes it's not always going to work but at least you know you did it and it's way better than any kind of well man if i only tried that out mm-hmm. if i only had the what ifs to right yes what ifs right uh so i'm glo- so glad that that bomb made its way into my hands and when people are like, oh, do you mind if I try blowing you up or try stabbing you or punching you or whatever? It's like, no, I don't mind at all. I love it. Right. It's it's um, it's all part of what it's like. Right. Like just uh, that's a great piece of the convention. I, I, I know I, I said it last year. I said it again this year. I should have prepared. We need some sort of a foam crowbar so we could take a couple of shots of. <laughs> Oh, Red boy. Hood and the Joker, you know, yep. one where one's above the other and then vice versa, because yep. I think that's a missed opportunity. Oh, my gosh. I had a guy make me resin uh, crowbars for a while. And this is back in my Dragon Con years. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God, it was fantastic. And just just what you would want to do with people and and what people would allow you to do to them. That's kind of the. That's the other thing, right? Where it's just, holy smokes, there's, we got some immediate trust here. And if we weren't dressed in these zany costumes uh, and we were just two people on a bus and I had a Joker um, t-shirt on and you had a red hood t-shirt on, we probably wouldn't say boo to each other. 
Yeah, like, it'd be like, I see you. <laughs> I don't like that guy. This guy got a nice shirt, though. No. <laughs> I uh, I got confronted one day by somebody because I was wearing a Decepticon T-shirt. Yeah. And he, like, like, super, like, not aggressive physically, but, like, super mad and, like, what are you doing supporting Decepticons? Blah, blah, blah. This and that. They're the bad guys. I was like, holy cow, dude. Like, cartoons, man. <laughs> Relax, dude. Supporting like, the bad guys. That's where cow. you give them. Who, who do you think's fixing our streets? Optimus yeah. Prime and all these sports cars? No, it's the Constructicons. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, Mr. Bob Roberts is uh, in the chat saying, am I internet out? For those that don't know who Bob Roberts is. Mr. Jeff is saying, sorry, wrong account. (laughs) (laughs) His internet is out and he's now on his phone data. So I don't know if his internet will come back before the end of the show. Jeff, keep an eye on it. If you can make your way back, you know, try to get back in here. Yeah. Um, Not possible. Cosplay and crochet is saying for kid. What would be (laughs) your dream convention to attend if money and traveling were no concern? And why? What makes it so special? You know what? It's Dragon Con. Uh, I, and I mm-hmm. said this multiple times in Toronto. Like if, if somebody offered me a free trip to San Diego, to San Diego Comic Con, or I just had to pay to get to Dragon Con, but I actually had a room, um, I would do Dragon Con. No problem. It, like y- people don't understand mm-hmm. how hard it is to get that room. Like you had to book it the same weekend, basically, as right after Dragon Con happens. And then they, they yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. The people that were there yeah. this year. Okay, so let's okay. So for the folks that don't know, Dragon Con was last weekend. Yep. Uh, everybody went back to work on Monday or Tuesday, if depending on who took the day off. But those people booked their rooms for next year before they left Atlanta. Yep. Because if you don't, like you're not getting a room, or you're done. Yeah, you're left without a dance chair or like a dance partner. So it, it um, I don't know. It's yeah, four days of just you know i was wearing joker for 16 hours a day Mm -hmm. and coming in for like an hour to refresh but my god did the makeup look fantastic and then at the end of the fourth day this is how you know you're at somewhere special like the fourth day you're going to start getting ready and and you don't have any makeup on yet but your your face is kind of all rashy because you know you've been having scar makeup on and stuff like that and i just went out to the ice machine to get ice and a Harley Quinn came by and wanted pictures and stuff. Cause you know, this has to be a joker. This has to be right. So it's, it's just the strangest freaking thing. And um, you meet so many incredible people. You meet mm-hmm. Hollywood people that are just, they just want to be there. They want to be part of it. It's a spectacle. I know there's a lot of talk about the drunkenness, it's it's not always avoidable because you know uh, an asshole always seems to find their way to screw things up for a lot of people but my gosh it's uh it's so good from from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed and they've got a uh, aquarium night where you can everyone heads down to the aquarium they've got a massive like a dj dance party you get to walk through the aquarium um in one of the pictures i sent there's a picture one of my favorite pictures of all time I'm a huge uh, shark aficionado, and there's me with a 25 foot whale shark, and that uh, oh, it's just great. Um, that so just JS, just so you know, like I sent you guys, I think it was 54 photos, yeah, and you guys could basically flip through them 
and throw something up on the screen because uh, I didn't know what we were going to do here today. But it's like every one of those photos has some stupid memory attached or something fun I did. But I think it shows it's and I mean, it's just dipping a toe in the water, but it shows like a lot of crazy stuff happened, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll agree with you. Dragon Con for me is probably the con as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I always feel like Dragon Con is the cosplay con. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 the one that all the cosplayers want to be at. It's it's the one that all the big cosplayers are at. Um. So, yeah, de definitely a, a big con. I would like to see one day. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what, though? The other thing is that it's not inundated with, oh, cosplay guests. Uh, mm -hmm. back, back when I was going, Yaya was the only person that had a booth. And they mm -hmm. gave that to her because she was from Atlanta at the time. But everyone, uh, Kamuni cosplay, just in the crowd. Like everyone just wants to be in there and swimming in the ocean. And yeah. it's so great. You never know who you're going to bump into next. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of the party con for sure. Uh, Producer Jen's asking, kid, would you ever do Toronto Comic Con? Uh, possibly. Right. Like I, I'm, um, I had such a good time in Toronto. And I'm I'm almost on this kick right now of wanting to do the new. Like I did Vancouver, mm -hmm. and I loved it, uh, especially coming from Winnipeg to go into a con in Vancouver in February where it was plus eight, and I could smell plants as opposed to minus thirty five, and have to walk back to the to my car after the airport with just a a, a blazer on and a toque. It's not great, but uh, going to that con sure was great, and the restaurants and the after con stuff was so much fun walking the streets and hanging out with a great group. Um, that's just as important as, as the convention itself. And, and that's, there's something actually, maybe I, I'm sure most people do this, but I've always maintained like in panels and stuff like that, that you should have a framework of friends and creative stuff going on to drown out the stress and the bullshit of a convention weekend. So that if you looked at your, your calendar and you erased the convention, you'd look at it and look forward to that weekend because it's like, Oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is nuts. Like in Winnipeg, we used mm -hmm. to do, uh, I would run uh, the comic con after party and it wasn't official, but 125 people would show up to it because we fed them and they're introverts and they could just sit on these couches and play pool and talk to the people they want to. It wasn't some massive, super loud thing surrounded by drunks that were going to destroy your costumes because people still would wear their costumes to this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then two o'clock, it's over. You go to bed, you get up at six. You think you're going to get ready for the con? No, we made another event just to show like how crazy we were. A Sunday morning event called French fucking toast. And, and it started out of a dragon con thing where I got, uh, I met somebody at the con, big Joker fan uh, chef Jax. And it turned out she was a chef and we, you know, I candidly threw out there, Hey, so what would you charge us to kind of bring us a full catered breakfast of like French toast and pineapple and all this other, you know, bacon and all this other, and she's like, Oh, this and this, nothing at all. Let's do it. Right. And my roommates were all like, Oh, that's fantastic. So then we had ended up having like 12 people in our room for this french toast breakfast and and it was um harley quinn actually that posted on when we shared that we were doing that she's like where's my french fucking toast right <laughs> she was angry that she wasn't in on this thing so we started it it's like an early sunday morning last day of the con 
let's show how crazy you are. Come on out to this, this breakfast place. And we, uh, I mean, that, I think that's one of the pictures I sent along as well. It's just a long row of people looking very disheveled and they're not for like some community disaster uh, function. It's, it's legitimately, they're just tired, but they don't want to miss a good time. And they came yeah, out for it. And you come out of those weekends just dead, yep. right? Yes, like, you do. It takes you a week just to recover from the weekend, if not longer. Mm -hmm. The older you get, the longer it takes to get over it. I'm, I'm, I won't lie. You have uh, to learn. Uh, you have to learn your limitations, man. <laughs> you do. You do. Uh, Michael here is saying, word of advice: if you're doing, if you're going to go to, bleh, wow, if you're going to do Dragon Con, don't do that and Fan Expo. You will die. I would. And then I totally would. Jamie is asking, Michael, did you experience this firsthand? Yes, he did. Oh my god. Uh, last year Michael actually did Fan Expo and then the following weekend it's Dragon Con. So yeah. Two weekends in a row of of <sighs> big giant cons. I could not do that myself. No, nope, me neither. It's too much. It's yeah. too like it's too takes just takes too much to put on those costumes mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. that, that said, man, like how many times in life do you have a chance? Here's a couple of quick Dragon Con tidbits. Uh, from the movie Kill Bill, the crazy 88s. Mm -hmm. How many times do you have a chance to get ch chased by 88 people that want to kill you in the bowels <laughs> of a hotel? That's happened. How many times do you have a chance to go into a bathroom and, and you, yeah, there we go. That's it. There, and there's the start of the line. And you can actually see <laughs> the two lines. There's a guy on the right converging with the other line on the left where I had boxed myself in and I had to get the hell out of there. And they were yelling and, <laughs> But my, my photographer, Hatchet, it, oh, God bless him. I love that guy so much because this is his idea, and I didn't get it at the time, but my gosh, it was so great. What he didn't get was was I went to the bathroom, I um, and I'm, I'm about to go and wash my hands, and there's a whole bunch of zombies at Dragon Con with a big gallon jug of fake blood. Okay. And they're like... And they're just trying to put blood on their shirts and stuff like that. And I'm washing my hands and I'm like, I slowly, I see them in the mirror and they see me and everything from chatter, it gets to talk to quiet. Like, it's almost like a stare down. Like I'm looking at them and they're looking at me and I'm looking at the thing of blood and it's like, Hey guys, wouldn't this be funny if we took that fake, that fake blood and splashed it all over all the sinks and our hands and made it look like we're all washing up from some kind of horrible disaster scene. <laughs> now, it, and it was fantastic, man, because the argument that is, it ensued about which one of these zombies was actually going to have to take the picture because we weren't going to... Everybody wanted to be in the picture. Yes, and everyone else in the bathroom had some other big business deals going on, so you couldn't ask them. And my photographer, Kelly, was not with me in the bathroom. He's gently, he's politely waiting outside. So this guy took a picture and I never got it. And I, it, it bothers, it bothers me. It's like something I definitely want to try recreating one day, but it was so perfect. And these guys were like, this would never happen anywhere else. This would never happen anywhere else. I'm like, man, I wish I would, I should have just gone out and got Kelly. And I was like, I'm leaving the bathroom and I go out and there's Kelly waiting. And, and he is with a Superman and a Batman and he's waiting with his camera ready. Cause they're, they're, gonna jump me and they're like they knew that i was hanging around with this camera guy and he's like yeah he's in the bathroom and just wait for him he'll be out in a second and i didn't even have a chance to tell kelly anything and i was in a battle with these other two guys and it was just it was fantastic man <laughs> and this is all at dragon con 
all at Dragon Con. And, and so, you know, when, when I see people getting hung up on, I only do the costume contest. I only do a panel. I only do this or that, whatever. Have some fun, man. Okay. This is, oh my gosh, this is Sarah Jane from Regina, a Harley Quinn that I uh, met on Deviant Art. And it's like, man, that just sounds so sketchy. Uh, after a few years of knowing her, the movie Walk the Line with Johnny Cash, yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix came out. And there's an um, iconic set of pictures of Johnny and June. And uh, we basically recreated them all. But instead of like as Joker and Harley, as Joker and Harley. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they're so great. I love the grain on them. I love that backlight. And it's just everything was just so per I was I mean, I was huge into Johnny Cash at the time as well. And and um, they really turned out well. And it's just in a freaking this is your entrance to like the pool area or the parkade at the um, uh, what is it called? Oh, it's a hotel in Calgary, right by the airport, but it's, it was a great, it was the con, the con hub for a few years and man, it just turned out great. Oh my gosh. This is, um, this is Jeff Ingram is the Bane. He's one of my best buddies and, and he's, he's up in Fort McMurray now. Uh, and my gosh, he's six, five, I want to say maybe oh, wow. six, okay. six. Yeah. So, and here he's probably about two sixty two seventy. So he's a massive, massive imposing individual. And we have quite a, a lot of photos of us kicking the crap out of pretty much every hero you can ever think of. But there was this little scarecrow guy and he was rocking it. And he was so quiet and so shy. And he wanted a picture with us. And his mom's This is the like, Cillian Murphy scarecrow too. Yes. And the mom's like, he just doesn't know how to say it, man. And we get down there to his level and he bloomed man you could look at his hands he mm -hmm. is the most evil villain right now and he's feeling that moment and my god he yeah we're like just watching him do that was like i don't know it's hard not to almost like cry because it's just so special that you that kid has to get over so much freaking fear to come in and you know for jeff oh my gosh he's so big and so imposing and but a very nice guy. No. <laughs> this is for me. This is a big part of of yep. it. I mean, I, I'm pointing over here, but I'm, I'm yeah. You know what? Your you know, predator on my screen there, but right? the, you get it right. Like we you get, get that same type of yeah. reaction with the predators for sure, yeah. and 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 it's hard not to want to keep doing it. To be honest, when you know you make people's day, like yeah. some people just. Like when they see you and, 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 you know, they completely light up. Right. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, you know it's what, though? Like, it's only, I would say at most 15% of the people that talk about you at a con actually stop you. And, and I've, mm -hmm. I've been telling my friends, like, I want to start wearing a wire because I, everything I hear, like, and this is especially David Bowie, the stuff that I heard, man, uh, in Toronto, it just had, it really grabbed me in the heart where it's like, I can't believe this. I can't share this with people because it's not a photo you can see. It's just something you hear. And there was, there was one lady that was so scared to get a picture of me with the Goblin King because just a, a lifelong dream character of hers uh, that she'd always loved. And she loved Bowie. And, and so she finally got it. And I got from Dragon Con, I got like this scent, uh, 13 o'clock. It's like this special scent and I put it on the shoulders of my costumes. So I'm the only costumer that will ever smell like that. When you give me a hug or we have something 
I've got the the Kid Remington smell, right? But she kind of, as she walked away from, from our photos, right? And I could feel her hand on my shoulders, kind of like, just almost like trembling, right? She's like, oh my God, he smelled so good. And the Goblin King is so soft. And her friend just giggled with her. And it was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, that is it. Like, that's that's really what you want to do. And it's like, I never know. knew David Bowie smelled so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't know, like, it, it's, it's so funny, those kind of those memories, like, you know, you're going to get that, you know, with the Joker, it's like, oh, why so serious and all this kind of stuff. And, and yep, you get that. Right. And, and people want to hear lines from the movie and all that. But when people, when you get by their, their initial wall and get through to, you know, the art part of it all, it's just so special, so mm -hmm. special. And again, as that man, as the predators, you guys would see that like, just, For yeah. Sure. Uh, Thank you, Peter. our boy Peter Jarvis here saying getting to chat with Kid and Cutie made my con for me. What? What, what, what are we chop liver here, man? <laughs> what the oh hell? Oh my gosh! Well, what clearly the, the predators were in mirror mode, and uh, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael saying uh, that's what I always do at least one day with my V crew. I, for those of you who don't know, Michael cosplays or costumes, I should say, they're like a costuming group, like the Five Hundred First, yeah. but they're. The V pole is what we call them. I don't know if that's the official name, but yeah. uh, they all dress up in V, the show from the 80s. If you don't remember yeah. V. I loved him. Guys, loved that, that was costume. amazing. Yeah. Oh, I loved V when I was a kid. And you saying the same thing. It made certain generations day yes. when they see the visitors fleet. I mean, the, the first right time I saw them, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. This is genius. And he says, it brings me so much joy to see the reaction. It and won't yeah, next year. I'm, I'm bringing red dust next year. And I'm going to. I'm going to clean the whole con out of the visitors. The red dust is going to happen. What's the red dust? That's what took them out in the original show. Like, Was it really? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Okay. I got to ask because you sent me a picture and sure. I'm wondering. What the hell is oh, going on here? Uh, that, that's not supposed to be in there. That's, um, that's just me trying to be a villain and I'm on my way to dragon con and uh -huh. there's, there's a few um, supermen that wanted to get into some uh, some shenanigans and get. So you some sent good... them this. Oh yeah, and and yeah, they they. I was thrown out of Metropolis about seven minutes after this happened, and I'm never allowed back in there again. <laughs> but it was my Triple H moment for sure. Oh, this is great. I love this man. It's just, it, you know, it starts off. This is a big DC shoot on the steps of of the hotel of the roof, basically the roof of the hotel in in atlanta and after the shoot everyone's just standing around and i just started picking people off let's do something let's do something let's do something and man people were waiting like look you can see the bat the other batman hanging up there and it's just kind of like oh gosh he's waiting for his chance but um that was the that was a bail batman in the background yes it was such yeah. a great piece man so many you know when people see you're open that you want to work tell mm -hmm. me your dream you know, and, and let's let's make this happen like within reason, you know, clearly, of course, like, I don't know, they've gotten some stupid requests over the years and you kind of have to turn them down. But for for the most part, like this, I mean, with Ace and, and Patrick, this is fantastic to do, like just the story that it's telling. And this was actually a bunch of photographers taking it from different angles. And there's one that's got Robin's face is basically side. Uh, it's a side view and right in the middle of the picture. And you can just barely see my purple glove on the ground 
and you can just barely see Batman's glove and the crowbar at the top. It's really a poignant shot. So it's really just a picture of Robin. Yep. The only thing of you and Batman we're seeing are your hands. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. That must be a pretty cool shot. Well, you know what? And that Robin had an axe to grind because about an hour earlier, I had a picture of me closing its head in a door. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, there's so Yaya right there. Yeah, Yaya and Tommy Castillo. Uh, rest in peace, my friend. Um, uh, an artist, one of the first artists to draw the Ledger-style Joker in a comic right so uh this was great this was a costume master's costume contest in in winnipeg and just getting a chance to to work with professionals like um work with people that want to get into the work right mm -hmm. and and not just sit there you know like a lot of people think you know when you oh i'm a guest at a cosplay con convention i've made it no, like that to me, like that's always where the work starts. That's where you really have to get going now. Like you, you just, they gave you a seat at the table. Now show them what you got. Right. Like, and I think, I, I don't know. I, it always serves you well to just keep pushing and trying to be a better version of yourself. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I, I know it's a silly saying, but I say it all the time. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you yep. don't take. No, you're totally so, right. You know, if you if you want to get into situations like this where you're going to meet cool people and make new friends and learn new things, yep, maybe create some smiles along the way. You got to take a little bit of a chance because if you yeah. don't, then none of it's ever going to happen. Yeah, you have to take a chance. That's a great point on it too. Uh, and I'm so happy to to everyone out there that if you've ever approached me for a picture and and you're listening right now, like thank you for thank you for doing it because there's a lot you know a lot of people that they don't and for for whatever reasons and i generally don't uh i'm not i'm not left wanting uh i i make things happen mm -hmm. michael myers is in the chat what's up michael uh by the way i'm sorry i didn't catch the end of your show this week uh between the gym and everything i missed the end uh kid any more wrestling cosplays in the work your triple h is too sweet oh my He's gosh a big yeah. wrestling fan um, yeah, so a couple of different connotations of Jeff Jarrett uh, mm -hmm. and um, uh, Scott Hall from the NWO. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm not brash enough to go and do, I'm not tanned enough to do Razor Ramon. Uh, otherwise, I probably would. Uh, and and so those guys were supposed to be done in Calgary last year, but you just get to, to booth time. And I had, I think, three other new costumes on the go already that weekend. And... And that's it. So Triple H was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I was a huge fan of him. Uh, when everyone else was The Rock in Austin, I was I was the villain, Triple H all the time. And uh, it might, might have been my nice, my lengthy nose that I, I I resembled Triple H a lot and had the long blonde hair. As, as you could see back in the old uh, peeing on Superman's leg picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, being Triple H was a lot of fun. That wrestling group was a lot of fun, and um, Brett the Hitman Hart, uh, one mm -hmm. of my one of my childhood heroes. Um, he's got a bar in uh, in the casino right next to Calgary Convention, and uh, we got the private dining room there, legitimately the private dining room at, for our wrestling group last year. So we're hoping to kind of keep keep that going, and um, yeah, I re yeah. Uh, and wrestling, wrestling is so, so much fun because it, um, you know, 
when you think of cosplay and you 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 kind of stitch wrestling right in there with the uh, the sound effect, you know, the intro music and the louder than life personalities and great mm-hmm. costumes now and, and and all that kind of stuff and it uh, it's just great. It I uh, it to me it, it's a no brainer and there should be more wrestling guests at conventions for sure. And here in Winnipeg, we run wrestling at the con a lot of times. Dragon Con, they've got Dragon Con wrestling right at the con and mm-hmm. it's quite complimentary. Uh, we're actually, uh, going to be a couple, there's going to be a couple of wrestling guests at London comic-con. We're actually going to get to meet Jake the snake. Yes. Uh, there's somebody else now that I forget, but there's going to be a couple of, of wrestlers there. Uh, cutie is saying the cosplay belt. Yeah. Why don't you talk about the, the actual cosplay championship belt for a second (laughs) that, that Jeff was quick to announce was his when, you know, a kid joined, you know, our stream here. Uh, I, I quickly reminded Jeff that I ended the day Sunday with the championship belt on my shoulder. That <laughs> makes me the championship holder. Well, uh, at least until somebody else takes it away. Although it's not at my house now, it's a kid. So I guess that technically makes him the champion. I got the cheap roll up on the airport security lady. And um, yeah, it was a quick, quick three count. I got on the plane. They close the doors, and that was it. The title is back where it belongs for another time. So this title, anyway, if you know anything about wrestling, the design of this title is one of the most illustrious in history because it was not the big championship belt. It was a secondary belt, but held by, from 1985 to 1997, some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And when our wrestling group was kind of deciding on a design, this was the belt, like from Randy Savage to, to Razor Ramon. The old Intercontinental Championship. That's right. The yeah. Intercontinental title. Yeah. So, and, and this was, okay, Hulk Hogan was the moneymaker back in the day. So he was the big star. So we're like, that's not what this title is for. This is for the guy that want, knows he's not the big guy on the card, a la the cosplay guests or whoever. Mm-hmm. But we are going to try and give the best show of the night a la Geeks & Co., which was, I'm totally happy with you guys wearing this title because you guys bust your ass to make everyone feel included and have good memories and stuff. And that's, that's really what it's about. And I mean, it's got some cachet now. Like I love, I love seeing people want the title and they want to put it around and they want a, a photo op. And if it's somebody not in costume, I try and make them do a promo and man, they're always willing like absolutely willing to do a promos. So uh, it's not foam or anything. It's it's real wrestling weight is what I call it. And uh, man, the expectations are, are awesome with it. And I can't wait for it to keep getting dinged up and, and busted up. And it's really heavy. Uh, so it's a pain in the ass to carry in luggage, right? But it's Next a lot Next time of you're in town, we're cutting promos. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I can't wait we're to cutting hear that. promos and cosplay. Hopefully in the spring, man. That would be really nice to get out there in the spring. Cutie says, JS, I have a video of me kicking your butt for it. I think she's <laughs> insinuating that she's the title holder. I will deny that video exists until I see proof of it. You know what? I've seen uh, her I, I've seen her trim videos and put things together. I I'm not doubting that she's gonna be able to make that kind of footage happen. Like I just <laughs> I, 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 Anyone else saying, says that? The I belt, don't believe it. Yeah, the belts change hands a lot at Fan Expo. Even Superman held it for a bit. That's right. <laughs> yes, he did, that's right? right? That's right. Yeah, that's good. And I mean, it's good for Superman to get a win every now and then as well, right? 
Man. I mean, that is until the uh, the the Superman one Kryptonite chain came out. Yeah. Oof. And then that was uh, that was that was something. That was something. Uh, kid, uh, what is going on here? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. So it looks we like Batman's not having a very good time right now. No. Uh, okay. So the first year we went to Calgary, uh, they were way over limit and they shut the con down. So if you were on the con floor, you were good, but otherwise you were you were left outside looking in, and uh, and that's where we were for about two hours. And this was the next. This was a couple of years later, and uh, we are. Uh, this is me and Big Jeff again, dressing up as a different Bane, and we are ahead of the line. Of you can see, there's a Catwoman, there's a Two Face, and then there's this Batman. There's another DC group coming up behind us. And all and we, uh, the Bale characters, the Bale yes. men. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. There are so yeah. many. Um, but, yeah, we we loved it. Like, this is – I love it that we can get, like, the blood can fly and the knives can come out. But we can also, like, we literally are just Calvin and Hobbes as well. Like, just what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do about it, Batman? We're on the right side of the line. You aren't. <laughs> oh, this makes me happy. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I, I've got guys. I've got a bunch more pictures here. Um, <laughs> oh my a gosh! Collection of jokers here. Yes. So Spencer, a friend of mine, um, there's a Tango and Cash movie poster somewhere in those photos, and um, we, we, when social media was kind of, it was you know it was getting big, right? But cosplayers didn't know really how to um, not capitalize on it, but how to really work it. Spencer and I, another guy from BC, we basically worked it so that we were feuding like wrestlers online. And we had it so that everyone thought we hated each other. And, but really we were staying at the same hotel together. <laughs> it mm -hmm. was, it was fantastic. But it was one year in Edmonton. He wanted to be uh, he uh, a joker but he wanted to be, you know, the evil high school gym joker. And and everyone hates their, their you know, high school gym teacher or whatever. You know, if you didn't like, if you didn't excel at, at sports, you probably, you know, ran afoul of this guy. So, like, how horrible would that be for him to be um, the, joker. the joker, right? And we, this is the last year I ever stayed at somebody's house, actually. And there was a massive party and a lot of people were hung over the next day. And for this big idiot to be blowing in that, he has a whistle and he was blowing that whistle nonstop. And he literally was just irritating the crap out of everyone. But he, he found, I was, um, there's the other ledger joker crazy story. That is, um, oh my gosh, Samantha King. She actually has a couple charted country songs. Um, but a big Joker fan. And uh, this is Ashley in the orange uh, shorts. And he made us all do push-ups. And I don't know where we're at here, man. But I was sort of in shape at that time. So we, I was doing good at the push-ups. So then he decided he was going to step on me and make me keep doing them and stuff. And it was just, oh, my gosh, a great memory. Uh, I feel bad for those poor kids mortified in the background there but <laughs> wondering what the heck is going on with these guys yes. over here yep um I, I guess the jokers kind of become your staple cosplay right i mean whether it be the heath leather joker or whether it be the jack nicholson joker yep i feel like that's what most people kind of know you for now yep. but it's not your favorite cosplay 
I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to try to bring it up here if I can. Uh, come on. What's going on? Sorry, I'm needing to click through a bunch of pictures here. Right. I know. I, I, I sent a lot. but There you go. Oh, my gosh. You're Goblin King. Yeah. I mean, dude, when I first saw you, so we met you for the first time last year last at year? Fan Expo. Yep. And uh, the first day, I don't think you dressed up the first day, did you? On Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I, I was Hawkeye. now incognito Hawkeye. It was a legit costume, but nobody thought I dressed up. Ah, uh, well, I, I don't. Love, I love that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it, but I do remember you coming out in this on the friday yeah. or the saturday and yeah. absolutely blew my mind now I, I know victoria got some great pictures oh, so you had to have been on saturday because victoria got some great pictures of you yeah in your jareth i couldn't find them to show them on screen today they're, I, they're on my one of my hard drives but yeah this oh is this why what made you decide to even cosplay this in the first place so uh when david bowie passed away I really got, uh, like a lot of people, you start getting introspective on this guy. Mm -hmm. And I really did a deep dive. And um, the cosplayer doing Sarah, uh, Angelica Northam, uh, she was starting to do, uh, she wanted to do um, this Sarah, the ball gown dress, right? Mm -hmm. And Jareth, I'd, I'd met a couple of, uh, so, man, uh, try not to get too in the weeds here, but, but, with Jareth, it was always, if the males did it, it was almost done like a joke. Mm -hmm. And if the females did it, it was always done really well, like a great show of respect. There's a friend of mine, Magpie, uh, who, who does a Jareth that it just is mind-blowing. And that's kind of, man, that that's always what kind of made me say, like, gosh, that's something I'd like to visit someday, but I don't know what that looks like. And then he passed away. And I'm starting to do some reading and he was the same age that I was at that time when he uh, filmed Labyrinth. So it was on and I didn't know how I was going to do that or pull that off. Um, but gosh, it just, um, it started to go and, and the costume came together and, and I thank everyone that helped me with it. Like I did the, um, my, my tailor put the coat together but I did all like the um, embellishments. I was just going to ask. Right? The coat looks like it was professionally. Yeah. Uh, and, and I got to say, man, Tam Taylor here in Winnipeg, uh, he does a lot of the movie work. And, and oh, okay. he, loves, he loves it when I bring my projects in because he knows something fun is going to happen. And uh, I got him to make me. It was a dual. It's like a Nicholson coat that's also. Um, uh, a different Joker from like a Batman, the animated series Joker that it's not good enough for me yet where it's like, I, I it's gotta be good and I'll wear it. And, and I don't know. Um, again, I'm getting way off topic here, but no. I'll get back to this. Um, like, yeah. So I look at this man and it's just, I'm just basically coming out. The butterfly is just coming out of the chrysalis right here. And um, this is a week after my son was born. And uh, uh, Eliana um, set up this photo shoot down in the St. Norbert ruins and she decorated it all up. And, and it was, I don't know, it was great. But every time I wear Jareth, I get more comfortable and, and the feedback gets more and more and more and more. And, and it's just nuts. Like 
uh, having a mom with a whole bunch of um, shopping bags for her kids at the con. And she just basically drops the bags and said, you guys wait here for a second. And she walks up and just crushes me in a hug. And she's, she's like, I miss, I miss him so much. Finally, something here for me. And, and it's for sure a character. I feel that is more to our generation though, than the younger yeah. generation. I feel like the kids don't really even know. Labyrinth. <laughs> no, they don't. My no. kids saw labyrinth for the first time just a few years ago. Right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the younger generation they aren't really into the movie, but for us, for me, for our generation, I, I think this is iconic. And yeah. I think it shows uh, we've got here. Cutie that says one of my all time fabs of kids is, is you know, same thing for, you know, why is it not showing up? Wait, wait till it gets to where not I possible I my fav cosplay of his. Jennifer yeah. is also oh. saying it's my fav one. I mean, everybody, I think, can for some reason connects with this character on some level. Yeah. yeah. And you do it very well. You 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 you've got the, a great look. It, it really works. Yeah. This is yeah. This is dope. You know what? I've it's funny though. I've always called like my own nickname for myself is the ugly duckling because uh nothing has come easy for me in in life. And to put something on like this that uh you know it it, it literally equates to if I would ever try to regularly wear makeup in real life because mm -hmm. Jareth from 10 feet away it looks all ensconced in beauty but then you see the cracks and you see kind of the chaos that he presents. And that's not all what it seems to be, right? And man, I can't wait to finish that costume, man. I, I like those characters that are. Yeah, they show you something. Something. Yeah. Every time you look at them, there's something different, right? Or yeah. New. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, where's your mask? Ah. When? Uh, okay, so this is in Regina, Saskatchewan, and it is a super hot day in July. And this is the Queen's X Parade, and I got asked to walk the parade. So I put out a call, and I got basically, not strangers, people I knew of, but they wanted to come out and be my henchmen. So I dressed him up as henchmen. Look at the guy with the yellow gloves there, man. He's, That's those awesome. Are, those are rubber gloves he's wearing. Like, like That's they insane. Were, they were totally in it, and they loved it because they really aren't costumers, but they had a chance to get in. And be part of something special. And when I do that parade in Regina, we fall floats behind because everyone wants to interact and everyone wants to be to get photos and, and selfies. And it's so great because I can go on social media and I can basically patch together the whole parade on selfies and stuff like From that. People posting pictures. Yeah. <laughs> on this awesome. day, I ran into a Tim Hortons and I bought us waters because we were dying out there. And uh, man, oh man, it was nuts. And I, another huge regret, the parade is over. Go back to my hotel to get washed up. And I'm starting, just starting to take my makeup off. I've taken one little thing of makeup off and just in the, in the, in the sink. And this strange feeling on my nose. And I just get this gushing nose. Oh, bleed. No. Cause it's just all, it's, I am dehydrated. It's, it's hot as hell. And it was just not great, but man, there was, yeah, it was great. Another very, and I should have been hoping for like a, a Kleenex to clean up, but I was wishing there was a photographer there to, to take that because <laughs> it was nuts. I had of like, of course blood, you were 
blood around my teeth and it was just it was it was nuts but and man i can still taste that iron actually <laughs> mm -hmm. man but yeah special stuff and man and the kids like again like my god this is um this is a life lesson for every day in your life you're always going to find those things that you're scared of if it's wasps if it's heavy traffic if it's whatever it is crowded rooms having to speak in public if these kids can 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 get into it and be happy to see me they've got no reason to want to hang around somebody like me but they're into it and and you make yourself approachable and you open up in a way that you you know what there's you're not going to get killed here you're going to have some fun right and man there's there's kids that i met when they could barely walk and now they're growing up and and you know when i first started this to now and it's just it's nuts they still come for pictures and yeah that's great now they've gone from just hanging out with me to wanting to kick my ass in costume and that's kind of that's <laughs> exactly awesome. oh you know, yeah i feel like the titans should be kicking your ass here right now but <laughs> you've got yeah yeah over here again who's yep. on the left who's the harley i feel like i know that uh tracy well. hines and then that's uh ryu uh ryu lavi or lavit uh is so three incredibly successful cosplayers and this is back i want to say 16 17 mm -hmm. but i like this because uh there's a sense of community uh amongst the guests that i don't necessarily know if it's there now i think it's functionally there for photos but not and in this picture uh raven and i are chatting and we she she wanted a picture and the other two got into our chat and came into the picture and for them to want to come into the picture and them to want to be part of the chat. Like that's, that's why this is a really special uh, photo to me. The fact that my hair is not done yet and all that other stuff aside that I'm sure we all notice, <laughs> but it, and they're already wanting pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, but, but it's just who, who they represented. Right. And here we are in Winnipeg, the middle of nowhere, you guys don't have to, you don't have to care, but you do. And, and that makes a lot of difference. This is like a travel lodge. This is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's another great shot of oh. Joker and Batman. Very reminiscent of uh, the dark Knight with the, the lights in the back, looking like there's an explosion going on there. I mean, yes, you know. that's a spooky place in real life. And I'm going to see that next weekend in Edmonton. That is right near the electric rail car company uh, house. And mm -hmm. um, that Batman on the tracks is Mr. Stephen Pace, Esquire. He shot a fan film called The Ride. And it's based off of um, a couple scenes from Terminator and, oh, Miami Vice stitched together, but in a Batman form. So we picked this weekend where it's like three degrees outside. And I was it was great to go and shoot and uh, and possibly spoiler alert possibly get killed on the railway tracks um so but it's i don't know it's neat um uh, people it, see that somewhere yeah you know what um geez if you went on to um just youtube and said the ride batman fan film um yeah it's great it's absolutely great and uh and and a couple couple kernels like so steve has done a bunch of these since this was his first one so him and the crew he was with uh his crew is really cool that that put everything together uh yeah again when you're making your own home movie it's kind of tough to get the execution uh mm. when you get into editing and sound pass and all that kind of stuff 
but the shooting was great. Uh, the stuff with Harley, um, Samantha Woods, uh, we were running on on in back alleys and it was kind of spitting rain. So you get that little bit of oil slick and she's running in high heels and I'm trying to show her up by running really fast. And, uh, you know, you do a lot of fun stuff, but there's funny things in there like that. The Terminator scene where there's a scene where the Terminator goes into um, kind of a pawn shop and buys a whole bunch of guns like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. does. Yeah. And, and so I sort of do something like that as the Joker, but without makeup on. I just have my scars and, you know, I'm clearly believed to be to be dead uh, at, at this time. In so it's a great, great part of the movie made funner by the real things in life that happened where I'm walking, you know, with a big bag dressed as a Joker to go into this pawn shop. And they were trying to get like just background shots of me walking and just a stream of cop cars just happened to go by us while we're filming at the same time. And it was just, oh my gosh, how do these things happen? This is so great. We have to put this in the shot. I don't even remember if it was used in the shot, but it was just, man, it was great. Um, Folks, make sure you go check it out. Uh, Cutie is saying, hold, please. Uh, I think she's trying to get the channel. She says, here's the channel, but there's no actual comment there after that. So oh. she's trying to type it in there. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Jennifer here is saying, uh, you know how people do different iterations of Deadpool. I mean, Jareth Deadpool, maybe kind of into it. Yeah. Um, you know, good for thought. You know what? Um, as far as Deadpool goes, I've met, a, have I've met a ton of them at, um, and successfully killed them, by the way, they did not reheal. I'm not going to divulge my secrets here. Um, but yeah, it's not a Deadpool is a character I run into at conventions. I've never wanted to be Deadpool. I've never really read, uh, Deadpool. Well, actually the Hawkeye Deadpool miniseries mm -hmm. I've read, read that one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I, I know I did a Joker Han Solo for like a mashup, but, um, and well, it I was worked never really into Deadpool before the movies myself, right? It wasn't yeah. a character that I was See. all like, Ooh, wow, about, you know? Yeah. And I haven't seen just... the movies yet, so. You haven't seen the movies. No, I'm oh. a bit behind on movies, right? So, yeah, it's it's funny. Like, when I hear yeah. all the, the talk about shows or this or that, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm still watching the Avengers from 1968. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid is one of the best people at cons and keeps me coming back. Always complimentary and caring from Chris Pugh. Yeah, I mean, dude, Thanks, I think Chris. it goes without saying. And, and, and a lot of people have said it in the comments here. You're a big part of what makes this community, you know, what you do with can cosplay cards and the kind of person yep. that you are at cons just makes people want to be around you. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say that I hope you come back to Toronto soon, but we didn't, we didn't even get, get a chance to really hang out other than what we oh, did at the booth that, and well, that, somehow that bumping into time. each other at the restaurant that night that you yep. kicked us out of the, uh, private room there <laughs> the private dining room oh, God. revoked our invitation to the private dining room but that's anyway. how you know i love you guys because i i i rick basically rick rolled you there at that it was so great telling telling my artist friends like guys they were all counting at the table like how many do we have how many do you guys have here and they're like one two. and it's like everyone at the same time it's like a, an episode of friends everyone at the same time we've got eight. Oh, i got room for <laughs> oh it's so good oh my gosh that that's a good place for for dinner actually i like to go there once yeah it was uh it was good food it was really good food uh, scatterbush if you guys yep. don't know 
There's a couple in the GTA. I don't know if they're elsewhere, but they're they're actually pretty good. And getting to sit with uh, you guys at the hotel was great as well. The first mm-hmm. night in, in the lounge, that was I don't know. I love I love those moments. Yeah, for sure. I, I, and and I, to, to me, those moments are almost more fun than the con itself, right? Being able to hang out with all your friends. Yeah, you know, and 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 I, I was I was saying that last week. A lot of the people that we hang out with when we go to cons are people that we only see once or twice a year, right? That yeah. We no, only right. get to get, like, even with Jeff and Megan, right? Like, we yeah. only get to really see them when we go to cons, right? Very rarely do we get to see them outside of those events, specific events that we have, right? So, yeah. it's always people, people probably time. think you guys see each other all the time because you got your weekly show, but hey, he's two hours away in London, right? Yeah, or, he's three hours hour. away, and we're yeah. doing this over video like this, right? So, it's not it's this it, you know it's just it's not quite the same as being right in there and lifting a pint together or something like that right for or, sure yeah for sure. yeah and by the way like i'm seeing the once the like the chat number there and i'm one of those sickos i like to go back and watch and uh if you put a question or something in there that we didn't get to i i'm gonna answer it so mm-hmm. just watch out like i'm kind of cerebral that way i used to man i used to we used to do this Christmas card exchange and I'd spend like $500 a year on, on postage and cards to send out to everybody and wow. nuts. And, and, you know, we kind of got away from that and, but it was a, it was a hot time where you're filling out all sorts of stuff. And um, I don't know, I, I always like those little, the personal touches and you, you know, you don't expect something back, but you're hoping it resonates and mm-hmm. people kind of, feel good about you or know that if they're down and they really need a hand um something something good come you know they know they can come come see me and that's why people love you bud mm. i appreciate it well it's reciprocal. uh kid we've been on now for god almost an hour and a half so we gotta yep. cut it off but yep. before we do go uh remind everybody you know where they can find you on socials your website where they can subscribe to can cosplay cards this is your chance to do a little final sales pitch before we go. Well, so I have a strange relationship with um, with social media. I've got like, I don't know, 1,500 followers on Instagram, but I legitimately could get clued in uh, or, or quizzed and tell you who this person is and what are good memories and stuff like that. I don't just follow people because, now don't get me wrong, there's shark stuff and there's train stuff and there's wrestling stuff and music stuff. Uh, of oh, you're a trains guy too. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, I could have talked for for ninety minutes on trains, but um, uh, you know, like I I don't know. So Kid Remington everywhere at, on on www.kidremington.com. You could go on. Oh man, there's I think on YouTube I probably have the old um, the Last Laugh video show. We we had put up a couple of episodes of that mm-hmm. way back when. Uh, our na 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 music video that we filmed, uh, things like that. Um, Instagram, Facebook, I do, I have a TikTok, but it's just so to say I've got one, but I haven't put well. Can Cosplay on. Cards has also an Instagram, a yep. Facebook, and a TikTok, I believe, and a TikTok. How about that? Yeah. Cutie putting that yeah. together, yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. good. Um, and and I mean, Cutie, I know you're out there because uh, I don't know what else you would be doing, right? Creating some kind of crazy scene for shooting no doubt but thank you again for everyone everything that you do i i appreciate you being at the con on time at the start and and you hit it like a hammer man and you nail it every time 
And uh, I love you for that, for sure. Um, I'm so blessed with all the great people that, that decide to come out and, and, and help out like um, Matt and Becca and, and, and Chantel, like it's so great finding new people and, and, you know, somewhere in the ether, you guys have been, we've been together all along. Like I just, I feel that with all of them and, and that, you know, we're just, I don't know. It, it, it's tough to describe, but I think everyone knows, knows what I mean. Right. Um, but so that's all the places, uh, and can cosplay cards. The last thing I'm going to say about this too. Yeah, we do use some cash for, for expenses, right? When you're doing banners and we're paying for our print and all that other kind of stuff. But, um, we give away $200 like scholarships and, uh, we call them scholarships or bursaries or stipends or whatever you call them. But to, to cosplayers that we see out there, once you've registered your card with our set, we keep an eye out and it's like, mm -hmm. Hey, Ian Betts doing all this incredible work with homeless people in Regina. He's getting one, uh, Colleen, uh, make it, you know, Huffy Unicorn starting up the cosplay repair booth out in, in Western Canada. And it's such a, you know, it's such a, an important thing and it's busy all the time and it's hard to get volunteers and the con's not necessarily ponying up cash for all the supplies that are being used, man. Like, mm -hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. Like there's no, there's no shortage of people that could use that. And I mean, we, we've used it, uh, to pay bills, to put, you know, keep people in their house and, um, things like that. So, it, you know, like it, it's, it's fantastic what it's there for and, and what we're going to continue to use it for. And, uh, and just quickly, we're going to be starting, the the remington magazine and that's going to be more to help out the production side because there's so many photographers and videographers and producers that don't have uh they need more resources as well to do awesome things like justin cosplay um mcguffin media doing their big video montages you guys with your podcast uh things like that like these these are great resources and Anyone can can pick up their phone or computer and hit record and tell us their ten favorite, you know, breakfast cereals or 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 whatever, right? But when you get right down to the marrow of it, uh, at like a convention and the convention coverage, and it really blows past the whole. I'm taking a selfie. I'm having a great time. You see, actually, what's happening? The feet on the street, and it makes you feel good. I know I show all that stuff to my kids when I get home. Cause it's the only way I can explain to them what's all happened when they mm -hmm. ask me, how was your trip, daddy? Check this out, man. These two predators chased me and I haven't slept for four days because of it. Um, you know, or, or, or whatever it is, right? Like, um, my gosh, we're so, I, man, it, and this is going to be preachy, but we are so fortunate. We have so much to be excited and happy about with this hobby and to see people stressing about a last minute, this or that, that's all going to take care of itself when it needs to take care of itself. Um, follow your arrow wherever it points. And that, that's, that's the best advice I could give anybody. And have fun. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're going to be cosplaying, you have to have fun when it's no longer fun, then you shouldn't be cosplaying. Uh, go do something else. That's fun. You know, that's the way I see it. And, and you're going to have frustrations. Yes. You're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have things that are going to put you in the dumps. But, you know, you always have to try to 
look at the bright side and, and have as much fun as you can with it. And, and you're a champ at that. You, you are always that one guy to cheer everybody up. You know what? I really appreciate that. And, and if there's one other thing I could say, like that I could shout from the rooftops, I have taken, uh, like, again, this is with event planning and stuff, things like dealing with difficult people, assertive communication, all that kind of stuff. My inbox, when I get home from a convention, there's somebody from another place that is messaging me about some hassle going on, some drama going on. And we like to throw around, oh man, when I hear I don't do drama, I don't do toxic people, this and that. And to me, it's just, that is an invitation. You're telling me right there, maybe you're not the best communicator if you're just cutting everybody off. And most of the st stuff I'm seeing, because both sides of the story are coming to me and saying stuff, it is a 15 minute discussion or in real life over a cup of coffee and online, you just turn it into a towering mm -hmm. inferno of bullshit mm -hmm. and nothing good comes out of it. Get that person together in a room, find a mediator, just talk it out. You guys will, you guys, especially if, if, if a third person, or if you, you can look at it from humor. Um, if I'm having problems with somebody and the drama or whatever, and you know, you always picture like sitting across from them at a table and you're having negotiations, just picture it. Like you're taking that chair and putting it beside them. Like you're two guys on the same baseball team or two guys sitting and having coffee together and coming at it from instead of me versus you, uh, it's us versus the problem. And, and, and you're going to get, yeah, that'll be one of the best costumes you'll ever build, build is the fact that you got through that stuff and you're not thinking about resentment, the anxiety mm -hmm. that comes with it, all that other stuff, you get that crap out of the way and it'll, your mood will be better. You'll feel better about yourself. And when it's time to go and execute your predator costume or your Loki costume or your Jareth or, or, um, producer Jen with her fabulous hair, that's got to take time to do. Like when you get onto those projects, like bang, that's all you have to worry about is that one, right? You're not thinking about all these other stresses and stuff like that. And man, it's just, there's, there is a real life element to this. And unfortunately it's lost behind a Spider-Man mask sometimes. Right. Um, just, just some food for thought. Yeah. There. Behind a Spider-Man mask, behind a screen and a keyboard. I mean, it's, yep. it's yeah, you're right. hundred percent, hundred percent. Hey guys, uh, we, we really need to cut this off because now now yes. now we're 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 really beyond our timeline. I want to yeah. make sure to thank everybody that's been hanging out with us today. We've got a, we had quite a few people in and out. We had a lot of people stick with us throughout the whole show. So, folks, thank you so so much. Thank if you. You want to get in touch with Kid? Make sure you go check it out again. Uh, Kid Remington everywhere as well as, as can cosplay cards. Yep. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't already clicked the like button, please click the like button. It really helps. Helps. It really helps propagate our podcast through the YouTube sphere. And if you're not following us, if you're not subscribed to the channel, come on, guys! It costs you nothing, and it'll always make sure you get notified every time we upload a video or go live. Kid, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Like I said, thank I can't wait for us. you to be back in town. I don't know if we're going to be uh, anywhere near you in the next year, but believe me, if we are, we'll definitely let you know. I uh, hope so. I love you guys. I love your whole team so much. And um, just what you guys do and, and you guys believe in yourselves, man. And you guys want to make everything happen. And I love that because 
the visualization, if you can visualize it, you're already there. Like mm -hmm. and you guys do, you guys have such great plans and, and I'm excited to see where things go next. Thank you, buddy. We love you too. Guys, I think that'll be it for this week. I'm not going to tell about what's going to go on next week, but I think because we didn't get a chance to talk about London Comic-Con, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth next week. Keep an eye on our Instagram. There's going to be a lot of information coming out about where we are on the floor plan, et cetera, et cetera. That's all going to be coming out over the next couple of days. So that's it for now. Make sure you stay geeky, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.